Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lilu Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmus Mordechai. We have here Remoti Middledorf, as you can see on the screen, on all three screens. Here he is. He's learning on the plane. Do you see it? Devaldik. No, this is what this is the last four days. This is how it shares. Yeah? Yes? And? Oh, yes. Okay, great. Now, over here we have. Hmm? How about this one? You see this one also? Givaldic. Okay, great. No? I don't know what you're saying. Yes or no? You see it? What do you see? Oh, now I see it. Great. This is Jonathan Stefanski and Issy Benzaken, who just received, uh, they finished Hilchas Nida with SCP. It's Smichas Chover program. So Jonathan Stefanski not only is a funny guy, but he's also a big learner. And now I would like to share with you a little bit of a video that's going around. Now, the reason why this means a lot to me, this video, is because I've been a little hard on myself recently. I mentioned the story, and once I mentioned it, I started thinking that maybe I'm a little mashuga. The, the day that my first Anik was born, a little over two years ago, so we were in the hospital the whole night, and then I realized that I have to, I have to say a shir, so I ran back home. Of course, the minute I got home, my wife called me up, she said, you better get back here. So I did this whole calculation. If I drive, I'm going to have to park. I'll just take a taxi. I'll go in, say Mazel Tov and come out. The problem was that I came in, said Mazel Tov, grabbed the baby, said Mazel Tov, but they told me that my daughter was unconscious. At that moment, I don't know, I, was, I have to give a share. Conscious. Well, I'm not a doctor. So I got into the taxi, went back, and like, said the share as if nothing happened. I was thinking, maybe it came through my mind once or twice. And I've been hard on myself recently. Like, how do you do such a thing? And then the cries of the Tzibor puts you in a whole different thing. Like two days ago when I was in bed the whole day, got out of bed, prepared cheer, came here, gave cheer, went back into bed. The Chrais is different. But when I saw this video, it calmed me down a little bit. It's a big milsa de bdichusa. It also gets you to understand who this God of Batayra is that we're discussing. If you don't know who he is, this is a video of Herschel Shechter. And you'll see he gets interrupted. I watched this video at least 10 times. Each, the nuances in, his, in his, the way he looked, the way he went with his hands. Check this video out. No. <laughs> oh. no, I think we should put you up there. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Rabbi say every word, every word, every nuance in his eyes, the whole zach, and then you'll get to see something special. So we permit you to answer Omen Yeheshmei Rabba only. Only Omen Yeheshmei Rabba, because there was one opinion that you're even permitted to be mafsik in the middle of the field of Balachash for that purpose. Mazel She had a girl. Okay. Tell everybody. Okay, my daughter just had a baby. Okay. Mazel Okay. Mazel You should all have symptoms. Okay. Bye. Omar Ravon. So there's one opinion in the Rishonim 
that after you finish the Nusach of the Shman Esri, we pass the Nusach is only over after Amrach and Hamas Abba Shalom. We should all pass. Amen. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I didn't hear you. Girl, oh, girl, girl, girl. We all heard it. We all heard the girl. I was concentrating on, on the children. Okay. That's my daughter in Atlanta. That's my youngest, my ninth child. Had her sixth baby. Had her sixth baby. We don't have to go to Atlanta Monday morning. Okay. So, Bikitzer, you didn't even hear his wife saying, what was he's a true girl. I'm serious. So I could relate to him a little bit. When you're in the middle of Shir, you're in the middle of Shir, and, and then something, you don't, there was a person sitting here for three days, a guest, three days, he came over to me yesterday. I, I didn't have that he was here. He's sitting right in front of my face. Three days, like, you're in a different world. All right. Anyways, the Christ of the Tzibur does something to you that, so maybe, whatever. Okay. Huh? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice. Didn't notice at all. <laughs> It was like his 67th grandchild. That was your first. I know, I know. I, I, already, I already made that distinction to know him. Ask him. <laughs> All right, Reboisai. The Koilo is sponsored this month by Hilben, uh, Anonymous and Schuss of Hilben, Sorodino, and Rivko Basfega. They should be Zerg, Zerg, Shokayomo. Parasachoidish, friends and family, Rufu Shlemer, Fiyakov, Yudab, and Gitto. Parasachoyish Bressler and Austin Rosenberg Shulman and Tobias families is Chos Rav Ushlema for our Shiva, Rabbi Stroll Mayor David Ben Yochebed Drukshlita. Parasachoyish Ben the Lock and Lebovic families Lakewood, New Jersey because Torah is the best segula. Victor and Sholem Zakareyov, Rav Ushlema, Liza Leah Bat Mazeltov. Um, let me just read this real quickly. I know that uh, we have to start already. This is by Stephen Klein. He says he started Yevamis with the Baldwin brothers recently enjoying very much. And the son Zevi recently came home from Yeshiva and he, and he said well, we should do a little small seder together. And after a little, they decided, okay, they're going to do the Dafiyami together. Bekitzer, he says like this, last night he came to my study to begin our limit. He saw I had a laptop set with you on it. He probably said, Ty, you know, I'm boys with Rebelli. He came to our yeshiva to give a share, and I was the one who actually welcomed him into the yeshiva building by opening up the door for him. He explained that he was actually trying to cut the shear, and he met you on his way out of the building as you were coming in. He said that he did our... I remember that kid. And I said, what are you doing? You think you're going to skip this? And I made him come back. And I welcomed him in the middle. Anyways, they started shear, that base of Chagiga. That's what they did. They started Chagiga. Now, I usually skip all the intros and go straight to the shear. I hope he does that today. This time, for some reason, I did not. Coincidentally, you began the shir in Chagigid of Beis with the story of how you were at Yeshiva's Imre Bina the day before. That was sometime back in February. This just so happens to be my son's Yeshiva. We're both amazed at the incredible Ashgacha Pratis and Zevi sees that Kajibor was talking to him directly, using Yeshiva as a Klebs Yashmai were all on their way and her Limud, Stephen Klein, Yeshir Kayach. So, Rabbi, we're a little bit behind. Dafchov Gimel of Beis, right after the Mishnah. We had an incredible Mishnah. Easy case. We all agree that it was easy. So the Gemara says, what was the case? The case was, we have two sisters and one brother, Ruvain, did Kiddushin to the two, one of the two sisters. He doesn't know who it is. What's the halacha? You should give both of them a get. Says the Gemara, from here you see, with a big machlekes, Rav and Abaya. If you perform Kiddushin, which you cannot 
actually marry the woman. Like in this case, you have no idea what it is. You can't marry one of them because one of them is for sure the sister of the one that you married and that's the Issa the Raisa. So this would be a right to that the Kiddushin is a good Kiddushin. It grabs its, its typhus and they require a get. Otherwise, you just say, listen, forget about it. You don't have to do anything. It's not a good Kiddushin because you don't know who to marry. You can never marry any one of them. So Kiddushin says, It's not talking about the case that you thought that the two women sent one messenger, one shliach to receive the Kiddushan from the man and they don't know who they, who, he doesn't know who he received it for. It's talking about that he was Mekadish, Rachel, let's say. But because they're Siamese, not Siamese, they're identical twins or whatever they are, later on it got mixed up and he had amnesia. She doesn't remember, he doesn't remember, end the story. Shalmi twins. Mamish like that, yeah. Says the Gemara Daikin, I mean, I can prove it to you. Right now he doesn't know. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't say, and it's not known, that it was never known. Once upon a time it was known. So then it was Kiddushin Shinim Surulabiyah was okay. And therefore they require a get, Shmamino. So ask the Gemara, Michael Mashmal, and you have to give a get to each one. What would you think you have to do? I mean, obviously you can't marry them. So what do you want to do? Give get to one of them? You don't know which one to give it. So what's the Chiddushin? Not this case. If there's one brother, he performs chalitz at the boat. And we said that this runs through the entire Mishnah. If you just remember this idea, it runs through the whole Mishnah. But right afterwards it says, As you see on the chart, One, let's say Shimon performs chalitza to the one of them, uh, and one of them could perform Yibom because it's a Maman of Shach. Either Leia, let's say Shimon performs Chalitza to Rachel, so Leia is either available as a Yavama, she was Reuven's wife, so now Levi is going to be Miyabim, Reuven's wife, great, he's Mikhail, or she is Achois Chalutzasai, she's the sister of the Chalutza, and Levi can marry her. <coughs> the only person who can't marry Leah is Shimon, because Shimon performed Chalutza on Rachel, and that's a Chalutza Chalutza of the Chalutza that you did yourself. Since Shimon was Chalutza to Rachel, he cannot be, marry or be miyabim, call it whatever you want, Leah. Says the Gemara, Shimon has to perform Chalitza, then Levi could step in and marry her. Levi can't go ahead and, and say, well, I'm marrying her anyways. What's the difference if my brother performs Chalitza on the other sister? Why do I have to wait for him? No, because it's usher to marry Leah before Rachel has Chalitza because that's the sister of the Zekuka. Okay, what happens to be that if he married her, right, then the other brother goes ahead and removes that Zika, so then retroactive, it will be bottled. Says the Gemara, So we learned in the Mishnah. Here we have the case. You have two brothers who were Makadish, two sisters. Shmami, no, I don't know if this is the case. Yeah, okay. 
it's not that complicated. Shnayim shikiz yushtei achoya shmamino. We're not at that case yet. So what happened there? The Gemara understands that the two sisters sent one shliach to receive kiddushin from one shliach who represents the two brothers. So there's a shliach that represents two sisters, a shliach that represents two brothers. That's where the confusion occurred. And we'll never know what happened. Because one shliach says to the other one, here, take this uh, ring, give it to one of the, the women. And he says, okay, I'll give it to one of the women. And then take this one and give it to the other. They don't know what, the, the brother doesn't know who he's Makadish, and the receiver doesn't know who he received it from. So prove from this case at least that Abai is correct, that the Kiddushin is Chal, even though you don't know, even though there's never a minute that one of the brothers could have married one of the sisters. Okay. Yeah, let's go back to the Mishnah for a second. Just make sure that you were right, because I learned it when I was very healthy. Yeah, okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Shkoyach, Rabbi Letter. Shnaim, you're right. Let's go again. Shnaim, Shikit Shutechois. Two strangers who are Makadish, two sisters. Shmaim, and Okidushin, Shimusun, and Bia. I told you this is not a great thing. So in this case, it would be. Um, Ruven, yeah, Ruven and Yehuda. So the, the, the chart is good. I'm not good. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Yehuda's not a brother in this case. That we said. These are, these are strangers. These guys are strangers. Yeah, they're, they're the Baldwin. I had to borrow Baldwin because we had too many guys. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yehuda and Ruven are not brothers. Ruven did Kedushin in the center. He doesn't know to who. Yehuda did Kedushin in the center. He doesn't know to who. Okay. Huh? No, no, it's a good chart. The chart is good. I said it wrong. Again, two strangers, Reuben and Yehuda, are not brothers in this case. We have to say the same answer that at one point in time they knew who their wives were and it was Kedushin. They don't know now, but they. Once upon a time, they, they didn't know. My Kamashmo. Okay, isn't that the same exact case as the Reisha? So what's the Chiddush here? Sevitz Rikhalei. I need the Sefer Meisu. L'zeh Echad. L'zeh Shnaim. The two people that were Makadish, Reuben and Yehuda, they go bye-bye. As in this case. And you have this case right over here. Reuben has one brother. And Yehuda has two brothers. Reuven's brother, the single guy, Shimon, he performs chalitza to both. You see the two red lines coming out of Shimon? He performs chalitza to both of them. This is the exact same halacha we had all the way in the beginning of the Mishnah. The one, if there's one brother, if there's two... Yeah, we had one, if there's two brothers, one does chalitza and one does yibum. So over here also, one does chalitza, and then the other ones, one does chalitza, one does yibum. It's just as if, pretend that there's no other brother, that Shim doesn't exist, one brother does chalitza, one does yibum. Pshita, we didn't add anything yet. 
It just looks complicated because there's more people on the chart, but it's the same exact case. Maybe, since we're saying the left guys, the guys on the left, one could be Miyab and one does Chalitza. But the guy on the right, he for sure has to do two Chalitzas. And he has to do it first. Before anybody steps in to do Yibam, first we have to make sure we have to call up Shimon. Shimon, you see it says a one next to Shimon because that's he has to do Chalitza first. He does Chalitza to two women. Once he's out of the picture, regardless, even if one of these women had to do with him and it was his Yivama, he already took care of it. it now she's mutter to get married to anybody in the world. Then the dentist has to perform Chalitza to one of them. Because, no, because the other one, now the, uh, the plumber, it doesn't matter. He has to do it to one. So let's say she's the Yivama, so he got her. If she's not the Yivama, so he gave her a fake Chalitza. Now the other brother could step in and marry her Mimar of Shachta, the one that's left over, Leah, because either she's available to the market because Shimon gave her Chalitza, she was Shimon's Yivam, or she's a true Yivama and he's going to be kind of the mitzvah of Yivam. Why should, why, should, why should the dentist give two Chalitzas? It's not necessary. Says Gemara, but here's the Chiddush. But Shimon is looking and he sees something weird. He sees that the plumber is marrying one of the women. So he's going to say it himself. Maybe I should also marry. He's going to take, he's going to take uh, advice and he's going to take an Eitzah from the other, the other peer. Why should he be different? Maybe I should be geyser and nobody should do Yibam at all. So Shimon is not Nechshal. Kamash Malon. Says the Gemara, the Gemara explains, first, First, everybody has to do chalitza. But don't, don't let the plumber do the zibum first. Because at the end of the day, if there's no chalitza, perhaps Shimon, who didn't perform chalitza yet, he might be marrying Shimon's Yivama. You're not going to marry somebody else's Yivama. What? No. What do you mean? No, 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 he can't. That's it. No, because he's also forever. No, only this way. If there's one brother, that's the first case in the Mishnah. Just pretend it's one brother. One brother, what's the halacha? Chalitza the both. He can't do chalitza in Yivam. Lezesh na'im, lezesh na'im. If the, 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 the nice case that we spoke about yesterday, you see, even the Gemara tells us, it's the same exact case. What do, what do we say over there? That one brother, the guys all the way on the edge, they go bye-bye. Then the guys in the middle, Shimon and the, and the dentist, they do a chalitza to just one woman. Each one woman. And the one they didn't do chalitza to, their brother's miyabim. So it goes a crisscross. Shimon does chalitza to Rachel, and Shimon's brother Levi does Yibam to Leah. Dentist does Chalitza to Leah. And dentist's brother Plumber does Yibam to Rachel. So, says Gemara the same Chalitza. The brothers are going to say, it's a taina. Look, well, I don't understand. My, our brother is marrying, any, they're both getting married. The two Yibams are getting married. So what's the point of doing Chalitza? If they're getting married to other people, fine. They're getting married to our brother. They're not going to have what's going on. Kamash Malon. That you cannot. What if, what if you were? What if you were over? So you're over. Rashi says very interesting. You're over on two Averis here. 
and a Yivam Alashuk. Could be over on two things. It's the sister of the person that is and a Yivama who doesn't, who's not supposed to be married to you. She's supposed to be married to somebody else. Okay. Says the Gemara. Interesting question here. There's going to be a Mishnah later on that has this case. Now we're back to the four Baldwin brothers. Very simple case. Four brothers. The two, one, the two brothers on the edge are married to the two sisters. Similar to our case, but not really. Because now we don't have any strangers. They're all brothers. And the ones on the edge went bye-bye. So the halacha is that the two in the middle perform chalitza. You see chalitza. They don't do yibam. Why don't you say that Shim should do chalitza to one and Levi should do yibam to the other? Can't do that. Not only that. In our Mishnah, where they're supposed to do chalitza to one, they jumped ahead and they married. We say it's okay. We don't, you don't make them divorce. Over here, if they get married, they have to get divorced. What's nafkimina? What is the connection? So we had a big machlaikis. Is there the concept of zika? Or if there's not a concept of zika, we have the concept of So, if there's zika, so what's going back to that chart? Each brother, exactly. Each brother. Is also in the other one. Maybe, maybe I'm marrying the achay skuka, and that achay skuka never ever goes away. It doesn't matter if you're achay skuka for a second. You can't undo that achay skuka. What's going to happen here? The first one is going to do yibum. If the first one does yibum, let's go to this to this picture right over here. Let's say. Shimon wants to do Yibam. What happens is the Gemara, and we remember, you'll remember the Sugi when I say it, because you, you're all saying to yourselves, it's such a far-fetched thing, why should I be Chayshish? What happens if Levi goes bye-bye before he's able to do anything? In this case, Leah, nothing could happen to Leah, because since Shimon did Yibam, I'm sorry, Rachel, you can't do anything to Rachel. He can't be Miyabim Rachel because they're sisters, and he can't even do Chalitza to Rachel because it's a Chayish Chalitza, it's, a, it's the sister. So the kids are, she is going out with anything, without anything, that's a problem. It's, it's chalutza, what is it called? Chalutza sishtoi, Rashi says. Chalutza sishtoi. If Shimon performs Yibam with Leah, then Rachel has no Eitzah if Levi dies. We have to be concerned that maybe Levi will die in that moment over there. Okay? What if... The one of them did chalitza. So the second one cannot perform yibam. What if Shimon did chalitza? He did chalitza. Now Levi wants to do yibam. Why can't he do yibam? Because of what I said a second ago. Because once she was also for a millisecond, that iser remains forever. It's all rashi. Okay. But in our case, if we go back to... This case, you have different brothers. So what happened? The plumber is going to marry Rachel. He's going to say, "Listen, Rachel is the true wife of my brother Yehuda. 
Levi is going to marry Leah. And he's, and he's going to say, prove to me that Leah was not the true brother of my brother, of my brother Reuven. Uh, the, the wife of my brother Reuven. The true wife. What are you going to say? That maybe not. Maybe. Let's, this is an akuda that we just have to talk about again. What's the worst case scenario? That maybe when Levi marries Leah and when the plumber marries Rachel, maybe they are marrying the Achoy Skuka. It's not the real Skuka, it's the sister of the Skuka. They got it wrong. They got it wrong. It's not the wife of the brother, it's the sister of the, of the wife. Okay, so they married that person, Be'isr, for a second. But that's not a reason to get divorced. Why? Because once the other brothers, the other guy steps in and is a miyabim, he's mafkia the zika. It becomes mufka. Fine. It, it's removed forever and then the avera goes away. Says the Gemara. If, so it goes like this. Sorry. Think about it like this. If you have two brothers, the, the, the plumbers, let's say. That's what I'm talking about. The, the plumber and the dentist. Let's talk about one case. The Shimon did chalitza, performed chalitza on Rachel. And the plumber and the dentist are koyhanim. They're not koyhanim in real life, I don't think. But they got So they went ahead and married these two women. One of these two women has chalitza, and it's also to, for a coin to marry a chalitza. So now what? How could, how could they remain married to this chalutza? So again, one of them is a tree of Amma. The chalutza that she got is nothing. One of them is the sister of a Yavama. So the sister of a Yavama is not a problem because it was a problem in the, in the beginning, but that is removed when his brother, his own brother, is Miyav and the sister. Yav Yavama. And you have a sister Yavama. Let's call Ru, uh, Rachel the real Yavama. She's the real Yavama. And the dentist married her sister. What's the Isser? It's Aser. It's the sister of a Yavama. He should have been, the dentist, instead of marrying Leah, he should have married Rachel. But he didn't. He married the sister. It's Achois, Skukasa. But once the plumber goes ahead and is Miyabim, the real Yavama, Rachel, then that problem is eliminated forever. Retroactively, it goes away, so he doesn't have to get divorced. The only issue is that he married a woman with chalitza. And he's a kite. says, Gemara, my time, chalitza the rabbonani. She's a chalitza. Sorry. Why? Chalitza the rabbonani, it's not like marrying a grusha, it's like marrying a chalitza that's only a rabbonani, not a problem. Since over here, we don't know which one of the two is a true chalitza, so Meila, you can remain married. You're telling me it's only the Rabbanon. By the way, if you just walked in, we're starting a mission in 10 seconds. And that's the beauty of Lafiyoyimi. We're always, always starting a new sugya, always a new thing. It's like a new mesechta. Not that somebody just walked in for everybody to turn around and look. Say, if. It's a furish apostle. It's just saying the Pasuk, Ugrusha, Chalutza. Why say V'isha Grusha? If she's a divorcee, she's a woman. So V'isha comes to tell me 
even a chalutza. Says Gemara, no, it's still only the Rabbanam, the Rabbanam who cross Machta Ba'amu. We brought a ray from a Pasuk, but the Pasuk is not really there to tell me that it's the rise of a coin to marry a chalutza. Brand new sugi, for real, brand new sugi. Mitzvah begadol liyabim vimkadonim hakatan zacha. Oh, sponsored by the MDYT Ilm group. The Dam for Rufus and Yeshua's Klai Yisrael, joint Ilm, 8minutedaf.com. Don't worry, there's some good stuff coming up. This one? The whole sugi is easy, I'm not kidding. There's a mitzvah for the gadol to be miyab. What does gadol mean? What's going to mean? So either, me, either it can mean the older one, or it can mean the oldest one. And if the younger one, not the small, the youngest, but the younger one jumped in and chapped the mitzvah, says the Gemara, So it's very interesting. The Gemara is going to say it's one of the only times, I don't know if there's another time, that the simple meaning in the Torah is completely switched around. When you read it in pre-1a, you read it, that the Bechar, the firstborn, should perform Yibam. That's not the Pshat in the Pasuk, says the Gemara. And the Gemara proves it. From here, it says, no, the pos- the po- let's see the Pasuk. The po- simple Pshat is, Yakum Hashem Machiv, Let's see if we have it. Yeah. Vahoya Bachar is referring to Lachaira, what comes out of this marriage. The oldest kid that comes out from the Yibum, Yakum Ashaim Achiv, he should be named or he should be instead of his. Is that on the screen? I don't know because I can't see over here. Yeah, okay. But Gemara says that's not the Pasha Pshat. We're, we're going to go from the simple Pshat that not the, not the kid that's born, but the Yavim that's performing the Yibam. He should be a Bechar. Asher Teiled, Prad Lailanis, that we had, Shinyiledis. That if the Yavama is a, is a woman who cannot conceive, she, she was born like that, not that it happened later on in life, Yakam she, 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 she's not a Yavama. Yakam Hashem Achiv Linachla. So very interesting. If you look over here, Yakam Hashem Achiv, that the Pasik tells us. Is there any way I could see what's going on in the screen, Gary? Oh, okay. Love Yakam Hashem Achiv, that the person performing Yibum gets the entire inheritance. So if you're the oldest brother, first of all, you go first. The guy's a multimillionaire, you get everything. So when we learned the Mishnah, I mentioned that the person that performs chalitza, does anybody remember that halacha? The person that performs chalitza gets what? 50%. There's a guy, he's not here today, there's a guy in the shir who performed chalitza. He walked over to somebody and said that, I heard something that's not so true because I performed chalitza and I didn't get half. So I want to tell this guy, listen, if you make money off of MDY, you have to pay up. 10%, 10%. Guy came over to me and said, oh, I'm a real estate agent and because of you, I made a deal. I said, this will pay up. What are you telling me about the deal? Pay, MDY dues. Here it is, it's Ramah. Simon. Uh, what is it here? I don't know what Simon it is. 
Here, look, it says in the bottom. I made it easy for you to see. I don't know if this is how they go like today, but it says Mephorosh. And then I brought the next piece. He gets 50% and nobody else has anything. It's a minog of the kihilois. So go back to your bezdin unless... Ah, no. That guy, I know he is. He's not smarty. And uh, maybe, maybe that's not the minig today. Or maybe his brother didn't have money to know about it. Or... What? Huh? But kids, are, you're saying in the case he doesn't have money, but don't say that the halacha I said was was off. I made it up. I make it up. Here's the remote. You have to. So if he makes money off of this, pay up. Okay. The, where's that email? I wanted to read this email for days. Oh, we have it. Okay, the whole daffin. Fine. We'll talk about it a different time tomorrow. Says the Gemara, Pralana Shein Yerledes Yokum Hashem Ochiv L'Nachlo. Atoim L'Nachlo Yen L'Shem. Who told you it means that he gets the inheritance? Maybe it means you have to name him a certain name. Yosef, Karin Oisei Yosef. If the guy that died, the brother that died without children, his name was Yosef. So the baby that comes out, his name is Yosef. That's the simple Pshan in the Pasuk. Yokum Hashem Ochiv. The name. Yoichanon, Karin Oisei Yoichanon. Interesting names that they chose here. By Menasha, it says same lashon, and it says is talking. Yaakov is telling Yosef about Yerusha. Okay, so we're talking about inheritance. Yavim gets the whole thing. A according to the Ramah, the minig is to get a half. So we're going to have a whole parak about this, and we discussed it once before. A person who is born a saris, sterile, he can't have children. He, his wife doesn't perform yibum. There was a lot of I should have mentioned then. I wanted to mention then. I got caught up. I was just going for the shock factor. Somebody came over to me. He said he knows somebody that mamish had the machla and he had a surgery. So no, somebody. Not no and not yes, and I'm not passing anything. I'm just telling you what I saw. So ask your local rabbi. Somebody who had a surgical, uh, a surgical, surgical procedure because he was sick. So that could be called minashamayim, that it happened minashamayim, and he could stay married. But unfortunately, based on what I saw, again, ask your local rabbi. It's very common to have a vasectomy in America and, or around the world. And a person that that touched something over there, that caused him not to have children, and it was B'day Adam, and it becomes about tshuva, can't be married to, to a Jew. It's unbelievable. So ask your local rabbi, what? Kamarigiyaris, absolutely. After the shir, there's going to be a tremendous demand for giyarises. I'm saying ask your local rabbi, I'm just telling you for the shock factor. A lot, a lot, a lot of people have it, believe it or not. I had a lot of employees, no problem. They go, they come back five minutes later. Yeah, I had it. It's a procedure that takes five minutes and they don't, they don't have to worry anymore. Finished. What? I'm talking about non-religious Jews. Yeah, of course they were going, sure. But not. 
Okay. No, so the guy asked me, what about a car accident? A car accident also, unfortunately, is considered the day other. Not the day Shemayim. Yeah, because Baruch made the car go like this. But a human being turned the steering wheel and, and, and caused tremendous damage to the point where the guy can't have kids anymore and he has to get divorced from his wife. In the entire Torah, the, the words, yes, there's a pshat, but you have to read the, the simple meaning also. I The regular pshat is not there anymore. Says the Gemara, that what? The regular pshat is that you name the baby after his father. And what we're saying is, no, the pchar is the one that performs ibum. What? If you didn't have this gzeri you would think that you have to name the baby the father's name, but look at the words of the Apostle, who's the Torah talking to? To the Yavam? To a guy in the street? What is Yakim Hashem Achiv? It's just saying, Hashem Achicha. If I'm talking to you, Hashem Achicha. I'm talking to the baby, Hashem Abashacha. What's Hashem Achiv? Yakim Hashem Achicha me Bailei. Ilabay Dina, Yakim Hashem Achi, Aviv me Bailei. But if we're talking to the baby, Achi, Aviv, the father of this baby's father. But what's, uh, what's Achiv? Doesn't fit in. It can't be the name. Maybe we are talking to the Bezdin. In other words, we're talking to the society. Tell the Yavam, Okay, so that's not such a big kasha. You're right. The Gzeri does come and takes it out of simple pshat completely. So you're telling me that the Pasuk is the Gadol. Maybe Bechar means only the eldest one of Bechar first born. If there's a girl before him, no Yibum. It has to be Bechar. Oh, if you remember, I went back to those pictures. Shemirachim, back then it wasn't so Givaldic, the lines and the, the, this. And it says Kivi Baldman over there. So, I don't even understand what this chart is, but there's some sort of stork that brought a baby down. There's a, there's a baby that came after the death of his brother. Kivi Baldwin went bye-bye. He actually did forever. There's a new guy. And now there's Ach, Shloya Bar-Lama. But this Ach, Shloya Bar-Lama, he's not a Bukhar. What is he? he? He's second, if anything. So how could it be that Dafka Bukhar? So it can't be. Why would the Torah have to tell me that this little baby doesn't, doesn't do Yibam? Says, Maybe this little baby is a Bukhar. He's the firstborn of his mother, but he's related to the, to the guy that died through the father. He's a, a true Yavam, but he's a Bukhar. They had to do a pity on him, because he's the first of his mother. That can be, because Yibam has nothing to do with the mother it has everything to do with the father. So maybe I'd have such a havamina. If there's no bechar, there shouldn't be yibum at all. So there's two of them. Who's told you in what direction? Maybe the bechar died. The other one should do yibum. But it does say v'hoya bechar. Vahaya Bukhar means that the Bukhar is still alive. And if there's two brothers and one died, so maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the only case. That the younger one died, then the older one performs. But if it's the, the, the other way around, that the oldest dies, 
then there is no Yibam. We want to force Pshat out of the Pasuk. If there's only two brothers, and you're telling me that the only way to perform Yibam is that the oldest died, but not if the youngest died, so then what I need is not possible. It's impossible to have the younger one perform Yibam. You're telling me the old, there's only two brothers. And the only way to do it is when the Bukhar dies, uh, when the, the younger one dies, and the Bukhar performs Yibam. Okay, so then it's impossible to have So then why does the Torah have to say No, so maybe he's coming to say something else. Maybe if there's no Bukhar, then a younger one could do it. Even if he performed even he wasn't in the mitzvah. The Pasuk is saying, that if there is a Bukhar, only the Bukhar, nobody else could do it. Not like we said in our Mishnah. What does it say in our Mishnah? It's a very small Mishnah. But it says, that the younger one could perform Yibam. At the end of the day, everybody has the same. So this answer answers all the questions that we had until now. We have to remember, this is what we've, we wanted to get to this line right here. That we have to come to these words, they're all equal. All brothers are equal to a point. What? It's a little bit better if the older one does it, like the Mishnah says. But at the end of the day, if the younger one jumps in and does it, he's mekayim the mitzvah just like the older one. Maybe it doesn't go in order of age. Only when there's a Bukhar, he gets it. Like the, the, the mashmos of the Apostle. The elder Abai said, First, you go to the older one. If he doesn't want, you go to the next one. This is an interesting halacha. If the younger one doesn't want to perform Yibam, you go to the older one and you force him. He has to do something. something. So, Rashi points out, let's talk about a case of three brothers. And what do you do? You go to the older, then you go to the second one. That's the Nakuda. You go, you go to number two. In other words, you see from here, the Gemara wants to force and prove that you see from here that it's not about being a Bukhar, it's about age. Bukhar is not important. Says the Gemara, Ki Why do you go to the second brother and not to the third brother? Because the second brother has chashivos like a Bukhar. What's so important about a Bukhar? What's so special about a Bukhar? He's the oldest. So you have to respect the elder. Here, simple Gemara that tells us there is this, all those years that you guys, I'm a Bukhar, so I, I always demanded the respect. But I know a lot of siblings, I'm older than you. I should get before you. Here, this Gemara right here. And the Gemara stays with it. That the older a kid is, the more chashivis he has. And he, he comes first. He gets first dibs on Yibum, which could mean $100 million if his brother won the lottery or whatever. Maybe this word again, we're going back to the same thing. The Torah says Bukhar, so we have to understand why the Torah says Bukhar. Maybe it means that only Bukhar should get the, the old inheritance and other brothers don't get anything. That in other words, if the second brother performed Yibam, he shouldn't get the inheritance. No, the Torah says the inheritance is dependent on performing Yibam. And if you perform Yibam, you get inheritance. But at the end of the day, so why does the Torah call it Bukhar? It's a good Shailah. Yeah? 
Just call it a gadol. If it's about age, call it a gadol. Why are you calling it a bachar? Says Gemara, to tell us, in fact, it's going to hurt him a little bit. So it goes like this. The Yavam inherits the brother, but he also inherits the father when the father dies, and also the portion that the brother was supposed to get of the father. So, but there's a concept that, that you don't inherit from the father, the Bukhar who gets two portions, because they say I'm a true pshat, because the, the parents make all their mistakes in the oldest. I'm telling you. If, that, if that's the case, I was thinking about it, if that's the case, then the, young, the youngest kid shouldn't get any Yerusha at all. No? That spoiled brat shouldn't get anything. Yeah, stay up till one o'clock. Okay, fine. What? He gets it behind, exactly. Okay. Rai Kibamuksik is that if a father dies on Purim and on Pesach, he gets other Yerusha, something happens, he gets other. The Bukhar doesn't share in that extra from Purim to Pesach. That's something that happened after his death. So in that little portion, the Yavam doesn't get his two parts. In that extra piece, the Yavam gets the father's part. It doesn't get the extra part of the father's Reiki B'muqsam. So it's a griusa. It's coming to tell us something. Yeah, you know what the Reiki B'muqsam is? Okay. Says the Mishnah, sponsored. Oh, the whole page is sponsored. By Moshe Horn and Anna Shmuley Sugar, the original sugar shaker. Sponsored in honor of Ed Kinsbursky and Brian Kinsbursky and Ira Miller for learning the daft. Sponsored the Mishnah by the Tehillim, MDY Tehillim Group. You should look it up on tehillim.8mindav.com. Somebody has rumors that he was with the Shivcha, and then later on she was freed. I heard Mises, this is Mises in our days. I know Mises of this. Person had a rumor that he was with a Goya, and then all of a sudden she, become a, she became a Giyaris. You shouldn't marry her because people are going to continue the rumors. However, if he, can, if he married her, says the Mishnah, however, if this happens with the Ishishish, there's rumors, and he forced her to get divorced from her husband. We have a famous halacha that the woman is also to the boil and the nival. She's also to both her husband and the, the no good guy. So he can't marry her afterwards. Says the Gemara, let's just try to do as much as we can. It seems like if she became a Giyaris because she wanted to marry, obviously, why she married? He has a rumor that he was with a Goya. Suddenly, the next day, she's a Giyaris. Why did she become a Giyaris? She became a Giyaris, conservative, no, but she became a Giyaris because she wanted to marry the guy. Does that work? Does a Giyaris to marry somebody work? And the answer is, yes. If somebody becomes a ger to marry a woman who's Jewish, she wanted to marry a Jewish man. He wanted to be part of the kingdom to get free food, food stamps. He wanted to be part of the slaves. If you became a ger because you're scared of the lions, or because you dreamt that you should become a ger, that's interesting. 
You're scared you get, the Jews are going to kill you in the time of the Megillah Sester. It's not a ger. Until they become a ger in 2022. What? You have to wait until 2022? Like in our days. That they, they're doing it because they really love Judaism, because everybody hates Judaism. And if you become a Jew, that means you really care. Says Gemara, it's my law, don't bring a ride from Nechemia, or maybe it's Bashmo Bar Maz Bashmo the Rav. Halacha Kedirei Oimer, Hulam Gerimim. Should we start? Yeah, let's go two more lines. The halacha is you're allowed to do Geris to marry somebody. So how come in our Mishnah it says you shouldn't marry this person? You had a rumor. Mishum the Ravasi, it's a different thing. Dom Ravasi, Hosim Mimcha Ikshus Pel Zus Fasayim. A person should always be concerned about what people speak about him. And rumors are not good. And if you could avoid the rumors, you shouldn't pour fuel on the fire. Don't marry her. Have a wonderful day.